Welcome to the Kate Daly Show. We don't want gun control. We need idiot control. Call 888-673-1450. The show starts now. Or city or Commonwealth still be... If the bills go through as proposed, they will not be enforced. They're unconstitutional. We support to uphold the Constitution of the United States and the Constitution of Virginia, and that's what we'll do. Yeah. All right. That was uh, Virginia, Sheriff in Virginia, talking about the fact that it doesn't matter. It's, it's unconstitutional. They will not support uh, the, uh, the gun control. Um, Wow. So today, uh, was it a showdown? What happened? And we have so much to talk about on today's show. I so welcome you. And of course, I welcome uh, Dr. Duke Pesta, who joins us from the Dr. Duke Show. Uh, this comes on the Kate Daly Show page on Facebook. You can see it there, but of course, you can see it right there uh, live with Dr. Duke. You can Google the Dr. Duke Show and find it so easily right now. Um, he's got an amazing show um, that I just absolutely love. And so does Uncle Milty. Hi, Uncle Milty. How Hi, are you? I'm good. Um, um, we have Virginia. We have impeachment stuff. We've got all kinds of stuff going on today. Welcome to Dr. Duke Pesta. Hey, yes, Virginia, there is a Santa clan. Isn't there? <laughs> oh, Santa clan. Oh, my gosh. The narrative of this whole thing and how out of whack it is. We've got to talk about this. Uh, so let's talk about Virginia, shall we? Would you like to start? Yeah, to me, this is the Tea Party on steroids. What happened with the Tea Party? You had a bunch of basically 50-something grandparents mm-hmm. who flooded state parks and gave peaceable rallies and invited pro-Constitution speakers and wanted to see less taxation, who were painted by the media literally as crotch-grabbing, spitting, nasty racists, right? Yes. That was, the, that was the only media culture, so much so that it more or less drove the Tea Party out of business. I mean, the press was so negative, so inveterate, it was so uh, unstoppably negative, mm-hmm. uh, that white supremacist, all that stuff. So take what's happening in Virginia now. And, and the, the catalyst for all this was Charlotte, right? Mm-hmm. Charlotte took what was a slur, a terrible slander against Tree Party people, and now made it normative, right? Any protest, any group of people assembling, any group of conservative people speaking for traditional values, any collection of First Amendment supporters, Second Amendment supporters, pro-life supporters are now all associated with white supremacy, right? So mm-hmm. Second Amendment now, if you, if you believe strongly in your guns, and that includes uh, very well-respected sheriffs of very important counties in Virginia, if you believe that gun ownership is a Second Amendment right, that the government should not be trying to undercut our gun rights, you are now associated with white, white supremacist uh, right-wing militias. Uh, literally, and this gets, gets me, right, that mm-hmm. you look at the news today, that this was going to be an outlet for the Klan, the new media told us, this, these Virginia protests, they were going to be white supremacist gatherings. And what gets me is there's only one person in that entire crowd of protesters, pro-Second Amendment protesters, there's only one guy I know who wore blackface and dressed in a Klan hood, and that's the Democrat governor who's coming for you. <laughs> oh my gosh, you nailed that one. <laughs> he is the only one acting like this. And yep. it was just, I just want to give people just a sentence or two from the AP today, okay? After the event was over and it ended peacefully, uh, and everybody went back to the regular headline, because all day today, ABC was touting that, that chaos was going to come because of all of us white supremacists, yeah, okay, yeah. that love our guns, okay? So here's the sentence. The crowd, the size of the crowd and the expected participation of white supremacists and fringe militia groups raised fears that the state would see a repeat of the violence that exploded in 2017 in Charlottesville, but the rally concluded uneventfully around noon, and the mood was largely festive, with rally goers chanting USA um, and waving signs denouncing the Democratic governor. You know, it's interesting that they say this because uh, even 2017 Charlottesville, that was completely manipulated by a guy who was an Obama. Uh, he worked with Obama. And he was the one that came in that said, oh yes, all these white supremacists. There was not a lot of white supremacists in Charlottesville. But this is the news report now. Even in 2020, this is how they categorize it. Yeah, and that's not going to change. I think yeah. one of the most alarming aspects of this for American culture is over the last 10 years how the progressive left has been really successful mm-hmm. uh, demonizing 
traditional American values as white supremacist, right? Right. So, and this goes, this is, we didn't, guys, we didn't fight hard enough. I don't know, not sure what else we could have done, but we didn't fight hard enough when they told us that our founding fathers were were bigots and Uh and they had no redeeming factors. We didn't fight hard enough when, again, Charlottesville, where we're a very small, very infinitesimally small group of, of white supremacists, were actually provoked provoked to violence by the Antifa crowd. Mm-hmm. Uh, that became the whole narrative of Charlotte. And now, uh, pretty much, uh, this is what gets me, the entire Constitution, if you speak up for it, if you speak up for our constitutional rights, you are absolutely aligning yourself with white supremacy, according to the radical left. And by the radical left, I mean CNN, C- uh, CNN I mean MSNBC, I mean mm-hmm. our mainstream media outlets, the, our goofy Hollywood actors and actresses who see support for the Second Amendment to be in the same way they see, right, when, when the pro-life march turns out in Washington, D.C., right, that's just uh, anti-feminist, right? It's right. anti-woman, hashtag me too, me, me too, you hate, you, hate, you hate women, you hate freedom. Mm-hmm. Uh, same thing with guns now. If you're supporting the Second Amendment, you are just a terrorist. You're a domestic terrorist. You're a militia movement. You are white supremacist. And of course, it's garbage. The whole thing is garbage. But you better be aware of the fact that it's not just our media doing it. It's, this is what we're teaching our kids in our public schools, starting as young as six and seven years old now. Yeah, we have a we have a huge problem. I was listening even to the ABC clip and the ABC clip was, um, well, just listen to this uh, and then I'll, I'll talk about it in just a second. Here we go. Here Thousands we go. of people are expected to attend a gun rights rally in Richmond, minus the guns. The governor is declaring a state of emergency there, which temporarily bans firearms and is citing credible threats of violence. Victor Okendo is on the scene for. So it, what, 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 it, it goes on, but it, what's strange about that is, is none of the people that came to this wouldn't go near those zones. <laughs> so right. they actually stayed more in the streets because they didn't even want to give that what they wanted, wanted that to have, that significance, you know. It was really interesting what people were doing, and I thought that was good to, to sort of combat the narrative a little bit and not go, not go right into their you know, zone that they wanted people to go into. Kind of interesting. I think they, the crowd handled this brilliantly. And, yeah. and you can tell by how disappointed the media is, right? Yes, yes. Uh, you, you, before we came on the air, Kate, you yeah. pointed out how right away they shifted the narrative of impeachment. Yes. They didn't get the gun nuts. They didn't get uh-huh. the video of mm-hmm. one, even one single lone solitary white supremacist like mm-hmm. Governor Northam. They didn't even get that, right? Right. I mean, so and it was completely peaceful. It was completely, uh, absolutely the right of peaceful, peaceful and lawful protest. Every I was dotted, every T crossed. And so notice how fast the media dropped the whole thing. Right, right. And uh, yes, in fact, the headlines before this, uh, before, I mean, and they ch- they changed immediately, right? But it was Virginia pro-gun rally draws a crowd amidst fears of violence. Mm-hmm. And, and it was what's going down in Virginia. I mean, this was like the head of the the, the heads of the headlines, you know, and I I thought, my gosh, are they being set up? Because a lot of times now you can kind of count on the fact that if Antifa is there and they are paid for, of course, and you have paid protesters there, that you're going to see some trouble come and then they're going to blame it on those white supremacists. And so there were people in Charlottesville several years ago that were that some dressed up, but they were also paid to be there. And I don't know if people really grasp that they were paid. No, I agree. And you even had one a, a local state senator, I believe it was, mm-hmm. female state Republican senator from, from Virginia, who was yes. warning the crowd that this is a setup, that yep. Yep. They're, 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 you're coming here and they're going to set this up. They're going to maybe Chase. pay somebody. They've mm-hmm. got some spies. And I'm surprised. I'm really, honestly, I'm really surprised it didn't happen. I am, too, actually. They had this all ready to go. In fact, Senator, State Senator Amanda Chase in Virginia said, sadly, I'm posting this knowing that the governor of Virginia has declared a state of emergency in our state. I want you to be aware, aware of how we are being set up. Does the Patriot Act ring a bell? Does the National Defense Authorization Act ring a bell? Because this means that they can just denote you a domestic terrorist and throw you into prison without a trial, mm-hmm. by the way. So she said, she said, if people show up wearing any kind of uniform, patch, or other symbol on their clothing, signifying they belong to a militia or something goes wrong, you you uh, could or will be held as a domestic terrorist. If anyone steps out of line and all it takes is one person, it may even be a government plant. If that plant
chant does anything to disrupt the rally, you could be arrested as a domestic terrorist. The governor, using the media, has already set the stage for this to happen, and he's already laid out the groundwork to make an entire movement look like insurrection. It will be used to put to the rest of the nation on notice of what will happen to you if you resist. They have used the Southern Poverty Law Center over the last 15 years to lay the groundwork. Wow. That's well said. And the Southern Poverty Law Center, I mean, my God, it's like paying George, almost mm-hmm. like paying George Soros directly right. to come up with a list of, list of American organizations he hates. Oh, absolutely. Here's a caller for you. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. You're on with Dr. Duke Pesta. Yeah, I, I think they held their fire mm-hmm. because there were just too many people there. Well, I mean, uh, I don't know. I haven't heard the estimates, but they say tens of thousands. And one one guy said that he was to like the the Philadelphia Super Bowl thing, and he said the crowd was larger there than it was in Philadelphia at the Super Bowl. So I, I just think that there were more people that that, that they could handle. And I think they they backed down, which is why they they didn't cause the disruptions that that that, that state senator had, uh, had had thought might happen. Oh, well, what do you think thought. about that, Professor? That's a good thought. No, I think that's a that's a great Thank thought. You. I think you're right. Mm-hmm. We've seen Antifa. On the streets of America back down to one muscle, unarmed mm-hmm. muscle bound Marine, right? When real men show up to counteract those thugs and masks, they run away. Yep. Yeah. So it wouldn't surprise me at all. The caller's right. If you've got tens of thousands of responsible gun owners, mm-hmm. uh, what's Antifa going to do? They start throwing their sticks <laughs> and bricks? Right. Uh, that, they, they, this is not something they want any part of. And I think, again, that's the, the, what I was concerned about and what I'm still surprised about is there were no plants, right? Mm-hmm. There were no operatives that were start were put there to try to provoke this kind of violence uh, right. just so you could then turn it around on the movement. And to me, the entire episode completely under it neuters, not that he hadn't been neutered enough, it, it completely neuters the governor's uh, argument for why we need guns, right. the kind of gun control he says we need. His yes. argument is neutered. You right. had people take to the streets of one of your major cities, all armed, and not a thing happened to anybody. So maybe Governor a great Northam, point. Mm-hmm. You need to go back to uh, paint in your face. You and Justin Trudeau can have a tea party somewhere, a ball in blackface, mm-hmm. and just leave normal Americans alone. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It wouldn't surprise me to, to see how that governor actually got in because this was his, you know, this was his uh, hill to die on right away and uh, provoked to do this even before he got into office. Yes, I could. I can go with that narrative for sure, um, because uh, he just did it so quickly. And this was a well, big move. <laughs> so. Stupid gun control, if you ask me, uh-huh. was his quid pro quo, speaking of quid pro quo, for being able to keep his job. After the scandal, mm-hmm. he had to go big and he had to go radical left before the, before the left turned on him and drove him from office. Mm-hmm. This, I believe, was his quid pro quo. We're going to push unlawful, even unconstitutional gun regulations so I get to show you how woke I am and you'll progressive lefties, you will forgive me for what I did 25 years ago. I think there's your tw- quid pro quo right there. Uh-huh. Oh, that's a great yep. point. Yep. Several great points. Wow. We'll be right back. More with Dr. Duke Pesta. You can call in and ask him questions as well. I've got Uncle Milty here on the Kate Daly Show. Great conversation at hand. Just getting down to the, the truth of what's going on in America right now. I'll be right back on the Kate Daly Show. Today, we're speaking with Andrew Reinhardt from Wasatch Medical Clinic, and they've got a breakthrough in scientifically proven treatment for erectile dysfunction. This solution for ED does not require any pills, injections, or surgery. Andrew, please tell us all about this new treatment. Well, guys, if you're struggling with erectile dysfunction, you're likely frustrated by all of the solutions that have existed up until now, medication mainly. There is finally a non-medication solution. It's called acoustic wave therapy, and it is the specialty of Wasatch Medical Clinic. It opens up the blood vessels in this part of the body. Think about that. If you've got ED, you really need more blood flow. It's all about the blood flow. We can restore that and restore the normal function that you used to have in your younger years. Now, that sounds incredible. What kind of results are you seeing with these treatments now? We've treated thousands of men, some that have had erectile dysfunction uh, for many years, 10-plus years. We had a 75-year-old individual in our clinic a few weeks ago who was seeing phenomenal results just one week into his treatments. Now, you have a special offer just for our listeners. What is that? 
we do. If you're struggling with erectile dysfunction, call us right now, guys. We're going to do something very special. It's an initial assessment exam, blood flow ultrasound. It's a medical analysis of you. Normally, that's $300. Call us now. Even if you're just curious about this treatment, we will do that whole thing totally free. Okay, you heard it, guys. Pick up that phone. You call right now for that free exam. Here's the number. 435-922-7000. 435-922-7000. One more time, 435-922-7000. This is Kate Daly, and my show is brought to you by the Piano Gallery, located on the Bloomington exit, right by Bloomington Walmart. You can get a gorgeous piano for a great deal. Talk to John or Jamie. A piano makes a beautiful house a home. Home Flooring Connection. Need a new floor? Call the expert. Home Flooring Connection. HomeFlooringConnection.com. Best Mattress, the best place to buy Tempur-Pedic. Save up to $1,500 on Serta, Beautyrest, and Sherwood. Free delivery and setup with the Best Mattress 120-day satisfaction guarantee. Why shop anywhere else? Sean Lee of Retirement Elevated knows it's never too late or too early to begin those conversations about what you want your retirement to look like. When you start to have those discussions, I mean, I'm 39. Surprisingly, I've been doing this for, I've been an advisor for 18 years now. And even my wife and I have these discussions constantly. Hey, what do we envision retirement looking like? When do we want to retire? We cover all the things that you want to know about retirement planning on Retirement Elevated with Sean Lee, Saturdays from 1230 to 1 on St. George News Radio. My symptoms were swelling, tired, all the time. Indigestion. A lot of muscle spasms, pain. Pretty severe arthritis. Not being able to sleep. Just being lethargic. Brain fog every day. Aches and pains. Now I'm great. I started getting better. I can think again. I have energy. I can play with my five-year-old. Yeah, I've lost about 60 pounds. Um, Life was pretty awesome. It was like a a complete turnaround. Call today for a free consultation. 855-55-RIVER. RedRiverHealthAndWellness.com. Chiropractic physicians. Your story begins at the 30th annual St. George Area Parade of Homes, February 14th through the 23rd. There's a story in each of the 30 homes that will write the missing chapter you've been looking for. Our builders have been busy creating something special for this year that they can't wait for you to experience. After all, we've had 30 years to perfect it. Sponsored by Zions Bank, Dominion Energy, Burton Lumber, Boulevard Home, KSL 5, KSL.com, StGeorgeNews.com, Coney Country, and the Southern Utah Home Builders Association. Get your tickets at ParadeHomes.com. Hi, this is Ryan Brinkerhoff, the owner of Inside Out Hyperbaric and Wellness Center here in St. George, Utah. I opened the Hyperbaric Center here in St. George, Utah because of a specific health need dealing with Lyme's disease that affected me and some other members of my family. With great nutrition, lifestyle changes, and the help of some of the products we have at our facility, I was able to get back to where I am today. And I I think that's something that should be available to everybody, no matter what their financial situation is. Once I had the major effects in my life and saw what Hyperbarics can do, I was very pushed and motivated to offer this service to members of our community. Hyperbarics has been around for a really long time. It's only used for a few certain things, but now the science is starting to show up that it helps everything from Lyme's disease to cancers, autoimmune diseases, and the conventional wound healing and things like that. I'm Ryan Brinkerhoff, the owner of Inside Out Hyperbaric and Wellness here in St. George, and I invite you to bring out the best in you. Visit InsideOutHyperbarics.com. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. That's right. Step right up and listen to a concerned citizen speak his peace. Bar. There we go. Don't let him take your guns. Grand Funk Railroad. Hold on. Here we go. You got to keep America number one. My daddy told me, son, don't let him take your guns. Son, don't let him take your guns. You know, they don't play this on the air anymore. Do you wonder why? 
Now, I don't remember uh, I don't remember a line in this song that equated people that said, you know, don't let them take your gun, son, to the, um, I don't know, white supremacist, uh, you know, um, uh, you know, Ku Klux Klan card mem- uh, card carrying member. I don't remember the reference in there. Do you guys? I know it was an old song, no. Grand Funk Railroad, but don't let them take your guns. I do not remember how they equated that to white supremacy. Huh. Interesting. Anyway, welcome back to the Kate Daly Show. Make sure you get to the website, katedalyradio.com. You'll see Balance of Nature there. It's an amazing supplement that I take. Make sure you're taking it too. And if you use the code Kate when you check out and under the little section that says promo or coupon, put in Kate and you're going to get about a third off. And it is. It's 31 fruits and vegetables dehydrated down that are clean vegetables grown in an environment without Monsanto around, which is really nice. And uh, and make sure and get those fruits and vegetables, uh, the nutrients into your body. Air and water taken out, nutrients are left. It's about six caplets you take every day, and it's 31 fruits and vegetables. Balanceofnature.com is amazing. Go ahead and get it. Trust me on this one. You'll love it. I have Uncle Milty here and Dr. Duke Pesta from the Dr. Duke Show. I don't remember all of the references. It's been so amazing to me how we've changed in the last several years since Charlottesville, since Trump became president, that now if you like your Second Amendment, um, if you value your God-given right to defend yourself, you are a, you are a, you're a, um, I don't know, Ku Klux Klan, Nazi, white supremacist. Well, you see it, you know, there's a long history pattern leading up to this. I mean, think about hate crime legislation. Mm-hmm. Uh, how many times have we seen over the last couple of years, uh, white kids wearing MAGA hats, being beaten up, you, uh, old men being knocked to the ground and kicked because they wear MAGA hats? It's mm-hmm. never a hate crime, never a hate crime. There's nothing you can do as a white individual that would have done to you as a white individual that will qualify as a hate crime. Right. Pretty much anything qualifies as a hate crime to the left if it's directed at minorities. The fact that you've got the, the most qu- stringent gun laws in the country country in Chicago, and Chicago people are killing each other at higher mm-hmm. rates than anywhere else. Right. There's so many examples leading up to this about how the progressives have to deny logical reality. We know. Everybody's pointed this out. Go back to 1970. Gun violence in this country is way, way down. You would never know it from the hysterical media, right? Mm-hmm. In the same way they were terribly disappointed today that there wasn't some kind of an outrage they could blame gun owners yeah. on right. for the, the, the rally in Virginia. Uh, it's the same thing. I mean, they, they live for these school shootings. I mean, they live for these kind of violent episodes so they can push an agenda that's anti-Second Amendment mm-hmm. regardless of how it plays out. But this is, this didn't come out of, of just air, cold air. Right. I mean, this is one of those things that's been brewing in terms of the disparate way we're treating traditional majorities of Americans versus how we've chosen to handle minorities over the last 34 years rather than demand any kind of assimilation, rather than demand that America has a certain set of cultural values, we'll welcome you to this country if you come legally you just have to become an American. You can't come to America mm-hmm. and be a Mexican living in America. You can't come to America like Omar and be a Somali living who happens to live in America. You actually have to conform to certain sort of traditional constitution outlets and values. We've abandoned that now. And so uh, because we've abandoned that entirely, mm-hmm. we're basically telling minorities, we're basically telling immigrants that this is their country, right. that they're superior, right? right? That all the things that made this country work for 150 years <laughs> Because white people were behind them, they're all racist now. So the Second Amendment has to go because white people constructed it. Free speech was created and crafted in the Constitution by white men. Therefore, it has to go away. It really is nothing more than an irrational attack on what made America great, if I may coin that term again. All the things that made people want to come here from third world countries. But because white people were behind most of it, it now has to be jettisoned in favor of what? This is the thing. They never tell you what the answer is. Right. You know, it, it started at one time when I was young, we used to talk about the little Chinatown area in Los Angeles or, you know, every city had little Vietnam. And now we have whole cities and counties that are actually foreign now. Mm-hmm. When the Somalis move into this country, they send them up there to Minnesota and the whole area where they live yeah. is no different than where they were in Somalia. You're right. And what's going on in places like Flint, Michigan, and places around there where you have almost totally Islamic enclaves. I remember a couple of years ago, some of those towns are so consistently Muslim that if you're a Christian and you go walk into those towns to pass out Bibles or holy cards, the police 
will remove you for offending the sensibility of the population. Uh, and you've got places in Texas. You've got a lot of places like this. I mean, we no longer expect uh, immigrants to even pretend to speak the language. We don't ask them to commit. We, we've got illegal immigrants. We yep. know who they are, and our mm -hmm. response is to A, give them driver's license, and B, start registering from voting at the state level. And you watch, that's going to be a big deal over this year. How many voter re registration drives will be to, to get some of these illegal aliens who have now been given a driver's license, who have now been given sanctuary city status, right? You can't get rid of them. Mm -hmm. they, they can commit crimes. We have places like New York with de Blasio. You've got immigrants, sometimes illegal immigrants, who are engaging in really wicked crimes like statutory rape, like all kinds of like violent burglaries and felonies, beating people. Mm -hmm. And the, the, the state, of, state of New York won't even turn them over to ICE. We'll, yeah. we'll turn them free on bail uh, rather than keep them in jail for 24 hours. Yeah. So you think about the degree to which we are empowering mm -hmm. uh, those factions of our country who either don't want to assimilate or who don't like us uh, at the expense of everybody else. And so we see this kind of concord here. I'm not surprised that they're busily rewriting what a patriot is. They're busily mm -hmm. rewriting what impeachment. A classic example is impeachment, right? Right. Uh, by all accounts. Uh, this is the kind of thing that Democrats and Republicans would have unilaterally rebelled against 35 years ago, right? Mm -hmm. Whether it's Reagan or whether this was against, or rather, whether it was against Jimmy Carter, 30, 40 years ago, the idea that you would wantonly and and simply for political reasons impeach somebody without any kind of transparent evidence, without any kind of transparent scandal that that may, that rises to the level of high crimes and misdemeanors, but now half the the entire Democrat Party seems to uh, bothered by this. They're bragging on TV over the weekend, right? Nancy Pelosi, for all of the somber nature of this, was on Bill Maher's show, for God's sake, <laughs> fist bumping him and bragging how what we did in the Congress, Donald Trump will always, always be impeached because of what we've done. You've got Maxine Waters bragging, no matter what you do in the Senate, no matter what happens, law and order, no matter how the United States Senate follows its constitutional mandate and ultimately uh, exonerates Donald Trump, we're going to continue to prosecute impeaching him again and again and again. And none of this has anything to do with anything other than their political hatred of him. Yep. And the media is on the same side as these people, and the mm -hmm. Hollywood actors and actors, and academia is on the same side of these completely extra, and in many cases, anti-constitutional moves by the left. Oh, absolutely. In fact, Nancy was passing out souvenir pins. <clears throat> was she praying about that when she was talking about the Constitution? Handing out souvenir pins for the from the impeachment. Yeah, it's well, pretty may amazing. Maybe they serve a separate function. Maybe okay. you can use them as, as abortion tools. You can jam them through the temples of a fetus or uh, something. I mean, that's the kind of ghoulish nonsense that they get involved with. But, but look, I get it. You're celebrating. I get it. You Democrats think this is a wonderful thing. Quit pretending that, mm -hmm. that it's somber. I'm thinking of the pictures of Kamala Harris. Harris, remember her, where the camera was on her, yeah. and she's laughing and giggling with some of her friends backstage. And then, right when she, all of a sudden the camera, she notices the cameras on her during the impeachment stuff. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, she gets super sober. Right. Right. It's so true. In fact, it, it, the, 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 what you're talking about in painting us a certain way and how this has been an ongoing media uh, style uh, attack on just regular citizens out there that understand we have God-given constitutional rights. With immigration is, the narrative is, we hate all immigrants. When in fact, we just don't like the illegal activity surrounding the way they come in the country and that they're not vetted. We want them to be legally coming into the country so that we can vet them. And so that narrative has been painted. We we hate all immigrants. On on this, it is the. Um, do you remember when Jason Kessler of Char the Charlottesville thing? He was the guy that started all of that. That got the that got the the license or whatever to be able to hold that unite the right you know, rally. He was an Obama um, supporter. He was a, a Occupy Wall Street guy. And then suddenly he changed into this, this person that was all for the right. And it was interesting because he used things like um, white civil rights. Okay. A, a normal thinking American is not going to say something like that. No. And here we are on MLK Day, right? An American isn't going to talk like this in, in that kind of language, but it was a unite the right. And so they made him seem like he was just a, a god fearing regular American male, right? He was not. This stuff is all calculated and manipulated and premeditated. And I hope America's getting the message that we'll have these characters inside trying to trying to provoke us to do something so they can again paint a new narrative for the right, which they're constantly yes. doing. Yeah. 
Yes, I want to go back to the first part of what you said, just mm-hmm. as an example. Look, we've reached the point in this country. You, the first example you just gave there was if you oppose any kind of illegal immigration, mm-hmm. even the immigration of violent people, even people who've been deported for violent crimes and expelled who come back, mm-hmm. if you oppose any aspect of that now, it's because you're a nativist, a jingoist, a white supremacist. Right. And and think about how successful that line of of, of reasoning has been, or on irrationality that line of irrationality has been. No one, not in the Republican control. Senate, not in the Democratic-controlled House, not from even, not even from Donald Trump. No one is calling anymore for amending our immigration process. No, right. Have you heard anybody talk nope. about this? No. Nope. I mean, we've gotten to the point now where actually fixing the broken immigration system isn't even possible. I mean, on the one hand, you've got Donald Trump and a handful of, of people trying to fight this by deporting illegals. Uh-huh. On the other hand, you've got a half a rhino, a half a bunch of rhinos and the entire Democrat Party trying to force them in. And there is nowhere anywhere in government where we're, anybody is saying, look, if we just fix our broken immigration policies, if we revamp our legal immigration processes, we can bring the people we want and bring refugees and stop this illegal crossing. It seems like that is not even a possibility anymore, that the idea that we would actually reform our broken policies, nobody, not in Congress, not in the Senate, not even from Donald Trump's White House. And I get it because mm-hmm. without the Congress and the Senate, that's it's off the table. He can't do it. Right. But the bottom line is, how come we can't even discuss it? We've gone so far left that even to discuss rewriting our laws for immigration in a more common sense, insane way, that is considered radioactive and toxic. So nobody even tries it. You know, if we change the way we talked about it and said, look, we need to change our immigration system to be more like communist China's, <laughs> people would be all for that. And then we'd end up with a good, strict immigration policy. And then we'd have a million Uyghurs in cages and then go back and blame Obama again. I mean, the whole thing is bizarre, right? Yes. I mean, why are they so offended that we mm-hmm. want legal immigration? Right. We want people to come here legal. It offends them because that's 25 percent of the future of Democrat voting turnout. That's why they want nothing to do with this. What I'm bothered by is why is no one in the Republican controlled Senate even talking about it? Why is no nobody, even Lindsey Graham uh, saying to or or Mittens, right, Mitt Romney, why are Mm -hmm. they not saying to the to the Congress, hey, bring us the beginning of a immigration reform package if you want more immigrants here. And right. we can do by law what we were elected to do rather than turning our back upon, upon federal law, which is you swear to defend the Constitution, you swear mm-hmm. to protect our borders, and you're not doing it. Nope, they are not doing it. And, uh, boy, there's a lot of reasons lately as to point to that, why they're not doing it. Be right back. By the way, Mittens, by the way, Romney, who I who I can't stand, um, absolutely was going along with that whole Charlottesville narrative, trying to turn us all into white supremacists too by the way be right back on the kate daly show thanks for listening to the kate daly show all opinions expressed by the program participants on the kate daly show are solely their own and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of saint george news radio kznu canyon media or their respective parent companies or advertisers. If you'd like to comment directly, talk lines are open at 888-673-1450. That's 888-673-1450. Or you may email directly at kate at canyonmedia.net. A recent study concluded that children with dental issues were four times more likely to have a low grade point average when compared to kids with healthy mouths. Hi, I'm Dr. Plum from Plum Dental. Each year, dental problems contribute significantly to missed days at school and work. Many of the problems affecting our oral health are entirely preventable. One of the reasons that we were voted the best dental office in southern Utah is our focus on patient education and maintenance. We're able to correct problems when they're small or avoid them altogether. That means fewer absences and a lot more smiles. Check out PlumDental.com to learn more. When mom passed away, she had it all planned with Spillsbury Mortuary. That's mom taking care of us even after she's gone. Dad pre-planned his funeral with Spillsbury Mortuary. That made it easier to honor him and his life. Dad did always know what was best. I pre-planned my funeral with Spillsbury Mortuary. My kids don't have to worry about anything except loving those cute grandkids of mine. Pre-plan your funeral at SpillsburyMortuary.com. This is Lorraine, and I want to tell you about my experience at Red River Health and Wellness and how they changed my life for the better. For years, I had dealt with injuries that didn't heal properly. Fatigue, depression, in general, just not feeling right. 
I assumed this is how people my age felt and that I would have to deal with it. That was until I had my free consultation with Red River. They conducted detailed medical testing that no other doctor had ever done for me. They gave me answers, and then they created a plan specific to me. Not a plan for everyone else, a plan just for me. What are you dealing with? Fatigue, depression, anxiety, digestive problems, something else? Why not call Red River Health and Wellness for your free consultation? You have nothing to lose except for those symptoms that are making your life miserable. Call them, 767-9355. That's 767-9355. Or check them out online at redriverhealthandwellness.com. Red River Health and Wellness, chiropractic physicians. Now is the time to take care of your heating system during the New Year's Savings Event with Air Care Professional. Whether you need a heating system tune-up or want to turn your garage, casita, or master bedroom into a comfortable hangout, Air Care Professionals can help you with a ductless Mitsubishi electric heating and cooling system and get up to $300 off and 0% equipment financing options OAC. This is the best, best deal, deal of the, of the year. year. With offers like these, beat the rush and call Air Care Professionals today, 628-2423 or online at Aircare. Seeking partner. I am uh, unattractive, sedentary, bulbous, single red polyp, looking for middle-aged colon. Interests include hanging out on intestinal walls, growing, becoming a disease, Seek male or female companion. I swing both ways. (laughs) Colon polyps have absolutely no redeeming qualities. And worst of all, they can lead directly to colon cancer. Get the polyp early and stop colon cancer before it even starts. And that's both for men and women. If you're unhealthy and middle-aged, let's get together and see what happens. Just get a test from your doctor. Uh, Serious inquiries only. And no doctors, please. Colon cancer. Get the test, get the polyp, get the cure. For more information, call 1-800-ACS-2345 or visit cancer.org. A public service message brought to you by the American Cancer Society, the Ad Council, and this station. I know, being a college freshman is supposed to be tough, but let me tell you about my schedule this semester. All 18 credits. Every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I have American Lit at 8.05 a.m., and then I only have 15 minutes to get to my 9.15 Ethics and Value Theory class all the way across campus. Then in the afternoon, Calculus 1. On Tuesdays and Thursdays, I have two lectures that go through lunch, Sociology of Families, then Intro to Microbiology, pre-med. And finally, I have a double lab that ends around 9 p.m. Anyway, I just wanted to say thank you. If a kid will do whatever it takes to get through college, what will you do to send her there? Please support the United Negro College Fund and call 1-800-332-UNCF. Because a mind is a terrible thing to waste. A public service brought to you by UNCF and the Ad Council. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Daly Show. You're listening to the Kate Daly Show. You can find me on Facebook and Twitter and uh, find us there. And uh, of course, go to katedalyradio.com for the recorded podcast version of the show, of the live show. Uh, we're live everywhere today and of course around the globe. So I welcome all you global listeners as well. We have the great uh, Uncle Milty and we also have the great Dr. Duke Pesta on the show. And of course, Dr. Duke, how can they find your show? Uh Anytime, any place that you can find podcasts, just go to the Dr. Duke Show. All over the podcasting networks are all free. You can type the Dr. Duke Show into Google. It'll take it right to us. We do four shows a week, Monday through Thursday. And we really do. I think we do a good job giving you a a show that is entertaining as well as being factually based and really giving you an insight into what's happening with education. If you want to know why we're all talking about this stuff today, uh, you could trace it right back to what the public schools have been doing for the last 50 years. Yeah, and it's cutting edge, too. You're always on top of what what's coming and the headlines and making sure people understand exactly where the problems are in education too across the country and what's really going on, which nobody else is doing, by the way. I want to remind everybody, you yep. won't find a podcast like Dr. Duke's show. Um, Thank you. It, is, I, yeah. it really is a unique show. It I is. appreciate the fuck. No, it really is. That's why I'm saying that. Absolutely. Um, we were just talking about Romney. Um, Romney came out on Charlottesville. This is why 
say, you know, uh, we might share the same religion, but I do not believe in anything he believes in um, uh, in in our ideology uh, as far as uh, politics go. And I'm I'm vehemently against him, by the way, as a conservative, because he is not a conservative. He's a liberal in uh, in uh, Wolf's Clothing, Uh, conservative in Wolf's Clothing as a liberal. But he came out on Charlottesville and 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 talked about or supported Antifa supported Antifa, if you can believe it. He really did. And he said about it that it was a bunch of white supremacists and it was the far right and, you know, yada, yada, yada. He was very mean about it. And he was very mean about Trump because Trump said there are fine people on both sides of this because Trump wasn't believing the Charlottesville narrative, as we were just talking about Virginia today, the Charlottesville narrative that it was white supremacists um, that were at this rally because that was how the, the press painted it. They wanted the message out that if you are, if you love your Second Amendment rights, you are a borderline alt-right, white supremacist, Ku Klux Klan, card uh, card, uh, member-carrying Nazi, and that it was this far, far right. And they're still doing it today with Virginia as well. This is the kind of headline, because now they're hearkening back to Charlottesville, saying that Virginia today, is it was the same thing, same people. And uh, Trump went out and kind of called everybody on it and said, this is not what's going on here. Well, Romney skewered him in the press. And I don't forget that kind of stuff, because Romney showed his true colors back then. I agree, and I think honestly, there are far too far too many Americans in the in the country today who do who do not see the connection mm-hmm. between why why would right so called conservative politicians like Romney why would these rhinos why would they want mm-hmm. to participate in the taking away of our gun rights with many on the left? And the answer is really easy when you look at it this way: What do big government bureaucrats want, regardless if they're Democrat or Republican? What right. do what does the Beltway want more than anything else? What's the one word? Control. Uh-huh. And guns have to guns and speech are two things they can't control right now constitutionally. If they get constitutional control over guns and speech, then mm-hmm. there will be no more dissonance. There will be no more protests. There will be no more ability to refuse them what they're trying to do. Control. If you recognize this, that what politicians want at the highest level, particularly in this country in the Beltway, it's control and and speech. And your how wise were the founding fathers? Speech and guns were the two biggest, most damaging things to those who would control others. They mm-hmm. are the two things that, un- that have kept us going as a republic for almost 250 years now because we've had those two things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's what shouldn't surprise us, that Republicans, particularly Beltway Republicans, or people who've been in the Beltway a long time, we shouldn't be surprised that they're participating in a system of control over a constitutional system. Yes, I agree. And here's another point, because you made such a great point in the first segment of the show that I hope people listen to. And and it's all about um, the the way in which all of this plays out and 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 the narrative and so forth. And I'm hoping that people will will um, make sure that when they show up to these things to contradict what the media is saying about them. You know what? Wear, wear normal clothing. You don't even need to represent, you know, whatever group. you Just show up and be very peaceful because, like you said, this was very peaceful today. And it was a good reminder to their new Democrat president that all these people showed up with guns and nothing happened because that's just not going along with the narrative that they wanted, I think. They wanted chaos and they were spilling chaos to try and to try and foment chaos was, was really the point. And it didn't happen. So if Americans would stop playing their game... And they would start just showing up, being very peaceful. You know, of course we are being very peaceful and calling out those people um, that are the paid protesters that are there to foment chaos and separating ourselves from them. Because, of course, the media at some point can't ignore that. They can't ignore that. Oh, my gosh, a lot of people showed up with guns and and guess what? They weren't violent. That's the point. Yeah, yeah, I think that's right. And the sad thing is, is that given the media perspective, they were they were it was obvious how disappointed they were. Nothing happened. Number right. one. And that but that's not going to stop them. You watch uh, in three months. They're going to be talking about what just happened in Virginia today in, as if it were part of Charlottesville. You yes, watch. you're right. In three months. The narrative will have completely transformed that although nothing bad happened today, this will be elided with Charlottesville. It'll be one extended example over multiple day uh, of multiple times where white supremacy took over Virginia. That's going to be the narrative. 
Oh, mm. oh, you know what? Lots of narratives going on. We have the impeachment. McConnell, I guess, is trying to install a kill switch. So if the trial goes too long, he can he can terminate it. All kinds of stuff going on. But on the background of everything is is what we've been talking about in this hour uh, as far as make sure that we realize how we're being painted. Um, if the if it's impeachment, the right is being painted as people that don't want justice. We just like our president and we're blind and stupid for the climate. Climate, it isn't about the fact that um, that we see the nonsense of human-caused climate change. It's the fact that we're so stupid we can't see that the, the climate actually naturally changes over the course of hundreds of years. We're just idiots. And if we show up at a gun rally, we're there ready to start shooting people. This is the, the whole clarification of, of who we are at the heart of who we are in the press. It, there's a big, huge um, uh, um, psyop going on right now in which we are, they're, they're telling a completely different story about the core of who we are and it really comes down to stupid stupid well, what makes me laugh guys chaotic. is this idea that the democrats are protecting the constitution by impeaching trump oh, i know right? <laughs> they, they've they've made up constitutional violations on the part of the president that right. aren't true and they have demonstrated no evidence for mm-hmm. they had you know as well as i do if there were clear constitutional violations of right. what trump had done we'd know them but they don't <laughs> yeah. have so, so they true. now in order to fight fake constitutional mm-hmm. unrest to fight to, in order to fight Trump's fake crimes, they've engaged in real crimes against the Constitution as a Congress, not as an individual, but as an entire Democrat uh, caucus in Congress. They have used impeachment for utterly unconstitutional rules. That's why a guy like Dershowitz, right, who is mm-hmm. a who's a who's a, st- a staunch liberal who voted for Hillary Clinton, is going to vote against whoever <clears throat> runs against Donald Trump, is now advising the Trump defense mm-hmm. team because mm-hmm. this is. Such an egregious violation of the Constitution that it, that Dershowitz, who at least is a principled liberal, mm-hmm. he can't abide this because this is much bigger than Trump. This is a completely rewriting the meaning of the Constitution to say now that you can go after a president duly elected if his politics don't conform to those of the Democrat Party. That's the message they're sending, all the while pretending they're doing it in the name of defending the Constitution. <laughs> it's so true. Oh, my gosh. And with immigration, like you said, you know, it's 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 we hate everybody. We want to keep the country to ourselves because we're stupid, narrow minded, not because we want it legal. I asked my kids yesterday. I was teaching at the university on Friday. I was teaching at the university and I asked my students, you got to answer one question for me. I said, if America is the racist, sexist, homophobic crap hole that your professors have told you it is. And they all shook their heads. Right. Uh uh This is what we've told you. Why do people black and brown spend people keep coming here? I asked them that question. Dead, stunned silence. Ooh, I well, bet. I said, uh, one kid raised her hand and she said, well, maybe they, they bought, the, they bought the, the conservative narrative that we're a great company, country, <laughs> and that they come here looking for that but don't find it. I said, okay, then you are arguing that, that immigrants, particularly black and brown skin immigrants, are stupid, right? Because they get here, mm-hmm. they find out it's nothing but a racist crap hole, and then they stay. They're too stupid to go back home, right? And they had, and, and tw- they're 24 year olds. Mm-hmm. They had never in their life, ever, considered the possibility that that maybe the narrative was wrong because right. they couldn't answer that question. Why do they keep coming? I had five kids in that class, all of whom whose parents weren't born here, and all of them laughed out loud. And when I called on them, they said, we came here for opportunity. My mom came here because she couldn't work in Mexico. My dad came here because he was persecuted in Cuba. Cuba. And none of those kids, none of the, you should see the faces of the white kids, because they, they couldn't get mad at the colored kids, the, the non-white kids, right? Mm-hmm. Because these kids were giving them honest experiences that their parents had. And they all had the same thing. We came here for opportunity, and it's here. And so these kids, it was just right. it was a, one of those great moments in class that I wish I had t- on TV. Mm. But that is exactly where the progressives have won these battles over the last few decades. They've convinced these kids that yep. they are really for these people. Mm-hmm. And they're not. Right. And then the media props it up. You know, the National Archives forced to apologize after they blurred the profane women's march signs um, in captured photos, right? Um, they did not want people to see who these women mm-hmm. really were. And I thought that was kind of interesting. I thought that was kind of interesting. 
Yeah, well, and you know the idea that uh, you you censor the conservatives. If somebody had a, t- a MAGA hat now, mm-hmm. has to be censored. Uh, that kind of stuff. But Trump bumper sticker has to be censored because people. The American flag. We can't have them in public schools because kids are going. Somebody from a foreign country might get a, get offended. That has to be censored. But but the progressive left wants every nasty cuss word, every vulgarity mm-hmm. pro protesting Trump, and the media is apologizing for not showing them. Mm-hmm. Yes, not showing us who they really are and and why they're really um, marching. I don't even think they know why they're marching on the on the pro-abortion marches with the pink hats. Mm-hmm. They have to they have to be in conformity, which I find interesting because if you look at somebody that that's marching for pro-life, there's no conformity. It's a lot of moms out there dressed in whatever they want to be dressed in. But if you get a bunch of liberals, progressive liberal women together, they have to unite by wearing the same thing, and they have to get out with this this old hullabaloo on why. They don't even know why they're marching, but they're out there and they're angry. We would be remiss if we didn't Mm -hmm. point this out in the minute we have left. You had a huge, successful, calm, peaceful protest for guns in Virginia. Huge crowds, complete peace, despite all the negative predictions. Meanwhile, one of the reasons they're going so gaga about uh, about Virginia in the news is they want to cover the fact that you had the fourth year of the Women's March in Washington, D.C., and nobody showed up, right? The, the numbers for, for the, the fourth rally in D.C. T- yesterday— and Saturday were so low that the media needed to spin attention away from that to Virginia because for the fourth year, for the fourth year in a row, attendance has gone down. And there was almost no compared to the previous years, there was almost nobody there standing up for women's women's left wing hashtag me too stuff. That's a big deal that the that you it's not just Charlotte. It's also what happened in D.C. and the failure of leftists to turn out for that march. Oh, that's such a great point. That is such a great point um, because they really have. I mean, they, they, they are losing their momentum because people see right through it and because they don't have as big a, a base as they think. In fact, our conservative women out there outnumber them so that they can't keep showing that. And you're right about that. You know, they did not even talk about Charlottesville a whole lot before Charlottesville happened, and they turned Charlottesville into the narrative they wanted. Then it was all over the press. See, they ignored it. Until then, and I, and it's interesting that you said that because I, I remembered Charlottesville in the same in the same manner. They just they just wouldn't do anything about it. It was very interesting. But look what they're doing to Alan Dershowitz right now. This guy is a liberal icon, mm-hmm. a Harvard yeah, Law yeah. icon, and and because he is standing up for this weird impeachment being wrong, mm-hmm. the left is attacking him like you can't believe it. A Georgetown and, Law professor came out today attacking him for mm-hmm. his stand. Yeah. And and you you hit it on the head, Milty. What, why are they coming after him? Because what is he defending? He's not defending Trump. He's defending the Constitution. That's right. The real enemy of leftists in this country is not Donald Trump. The worst they're going to have to deal with him is five more years. Worst, four and a half more years. The real enemy that has to be completely circumvented is the United States Constitution. Well, that's why the president says they're not after me. They're after you. Yeah, and he's he's not wrong. Um, the way that they're turning this, I, I just want people to understand the media and how they are provoking all of this, and how they're turning the narratives into what they're told to turn them into. They are complacent in and in, in this, uh, or complicit. I'm sorry, they're complicit in this, and I want to make sure people realize that that without them, they could not drive these stories. Uh, we would not be called uh, white supremacists if it were not for the media regurgitating this every five minutes in articles across the country mm-hmm. too. Um, I thank you, Doctor Duke. Pesta. Thank you so much. Good really, show, guys. Good Thank show. You. Really appreciate you. Thank you. It'll be up on podcast today. And uh, we'll be right back. Um, we'll be right back. I have a guest for a few minutes, and then I want to I plunge into PSYOP. I want to plunge into what's going on, um, what happened with Virginia, and uh, all kinds of stuff today. Coming up, some headlines that made me really nervous, too. Be right back on The Kate Daly Show.
Balance of Nature will be hosting a free lecture in your area on how you can reach your health and nutritional goals in 2020. Dr. Douglas Howard will be the speaker at the event, which will take place on Wednesday, January 22nd at the Dixie Center at 6 p.m. This is not a sales lecture. This education has influenced my life, my family's lives, and the lives of my audience in New York City, which is the largest radio market in the world, and I know it can make a difference in your life, too. All attendees will receive a complimentary Balance of Nature travel set, and all will be registered to win a Balance of Nature whole health system free for an entire year. For tickets to the free event, call one 800 246 